0: Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode here at Fort Worth Roots. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by GW District. This is a marketplace for small and minority-owned businesses. These businesses list their materials, their 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 goods, their wares at shopgwdistrict.com. And then you go check it out. You support small businesses and minority-owned businesses by purchasing their stuff. This is a great place. It's like Amazon, only... More better. Now they've got two ways to shop. You can go to shopgwdistrict.com or you can go to their new app. Hop on over to the app store, search for GW District, and uh, download the app. And you got all the incredible merchandise from all of these small businesses and minority owned businesses right at your fingertips. It can't get more perfect than that. Check it out. This episode is also brought to you by Clean and Clear Lawn and Landscaping.net. If you're in DFW, Here in North Texas, this is your solution for French drains, retaining walls, fences, anything outside. Now, they specialize in sod, and I told you guys uh, in the previous episode that they have a new sod that you're going to want to hear about if you're in the market for sod. If you're not, you don't care. That's okay. But for those of you that are thinking about redoing your front yard, North Bridge Bermuda is a Zone 8 North Texas-specific sod, and Stephen over at Clean and Clear he knows uh, how to get you some. Anyway, if you want more uh, questions answered, you can check out our YouTube video that we did with, with Steve. Um, go to Fort Worth Roots on YouTube and just look for the uh, the icon with the big, pretty yard in front. And Steve's going to give you all the lowdown on Northbridge, Bermuda. Again, that's clean and clear, landscaping.net. My guest today is not only an incredible comedian for Fort Worth, Dallas, and everything in between. He also is about to launch a new podcast called Some of All Fears. I have already been a guest on this show. Let me tell you something. He looks like a nice guy, but he will pull out the darkest parts of your, uh, of your subconscious and use it against you. you. You have to watch out for this sneaky fella. Anyway, he's hilarious. We had a great time. And I can't wait for him to launch his podcast, Some of All Fears. And you will be able to get it on, I believe, all the directories. He really took some time putting this thing together. It's going to be great. I tried to convince him in this episode to, you know, use the fears that people confide in him and then have somebody, like, pop out of a closet. But uh, he was afraid that might result in assault. So he won't be doing that. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for the amazing and funny and awesome ryan perio let's start the show and i i sound like a valley girl i say like almost every sentence and i don't mean to and there is no way
1: for me to control it if you do (laughs) stand-up comedy you will stop saying like oh no shit (laughs) that's one of the things cuz it's a wasted word.
0: Oh, it for sure is a wasted and word. And so you yeah. learn
1: it's doing doing jokes is I got to get to the point. I can't. You don't have okay. Yeah, yeah so you don't have the time to waste. Can't to... be like um so you know the story like when you're at the grocery store, you know, you got to be like I'm at the grocery store. This person in front of me has, you know, 16 items. Yeah. <laughs> you have to get to the meat of it and say so you learn it kind of gets us out of your relate of your vocabulary. Yeah. But man when you're doing podcasting you just find other things that you just because I get nervous because yeah. I'm interviewing my comedy friends right now and so sometimes we'll have a little sensitive comedy moment where they feel like you know their comedy's not appreciated mm-hmm. and so I get nervous I'm like no it's not like mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I get to be an emotional cheerleader and I'm and I try to and then I'll, I'll just in a nervous reaction like I said you know I'm not trying to beat you down you know I'm like, already feeling like I'm on the defense yeah That's funny.
0: Um, Well, I tell you what, this is uh, the most relaxed I've felt during one of these episodes. And a lot of that's you. You just have a very inviting personality, but you get used to the the interaction, I guess. Um, My first, that first episode with Lindsay Hightower, Mm -hmm. dude, I was so goddamn nervous. And it had nothing to do with anything other than just lack of experience. Yeah. And I didn't know, I mean... This is my first guest, so I felt like I had a huge opportunity there. And I did. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just didn't want to fuck it up, you know? And so I, I just got super nervous, like, trying to unpack... Six bottles of uh, medicine with cotton balls in them. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so we need to tell the listeners what we just did. The name of your podcast, Tell Me Again. Some of All Fears. Some of All Fears. And he had me on today. So before we started this episode for uh, Fort Worth Roots, we sat here for... How long was that recording? Probably an hour and a half.
1: Yeah. I would say so. We're at six o'clock right now.
0: So we we did that. And... um, (laughs) We're not going to go into that because we just did for an hour and a half, Mm -hmm. but check out his podcast. Do you have any idea what episode that would be? Just look for Just look for Mm -hmm. Andrew Turner uh, on Some of All Fears? Yes. Okay, cool. So whenever he launches that and you said Memorial Day? Labor Day. I'm sorry, Labor Day? Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah, Labor Day weekend is what I'm trying to shoot for. I just wanted to do something where I can get prepared because my biggest worry as a new podcaster would be Oh no, I don't have an episode, and so yeah. I, I wanted to make sure I learned how to record. I wanted to learn For how sure. to interview. I want this to be a solid product when I launch. I would say you're probably you maybe in the launch weekend. I'm not sure because like oh, don't worry about that. Yeah. Dude. Well, oh. it's just one of those things where I have a lot of my comics. It's like so I don't want to do all of, all DFW comics. You know, right. the first week I right. want to do a variety. Oh, Okay, yeah. and so.
0: Yeah, and that was important to me too. I you know, I I put out feelers. Uh I wanted to have kind of a, a variety of different people. Um, but at the same time, the first ten episodes was um not to make this sound shitty for my listeners, but the first ten episodes was about me mm-hmm. trying to figure out how this was going to work. Yeah. And I'm not done. I mean, I've got I've I'm still figuring We're, out what direction the podcast is going to take yeah. and I've got to wait for those comments to come in so that I can react to them and adjust the podcast and um but oh, the first 10 episodes I went to it uh fully expecting to just use it as a learning experience. So you're yeah. Sounds like you're right online with what I was doing. And yeah, I'm, I'm not the
1: expert, but <laughs> I don't think anyone is. They they have podcasting schools and stuff, but I'm like
0: ah, to hell with that. Don't I, spend your money.
1: I want I to do. I want to interview one just to see what his fears are, and I also want to make jokes about the fact that he's probably just judging my podcast right now. Like you he,
0: want, you want to interview a podcast expert? Yeah. If you are a self-proclaimed podcast expert, there's a high probability you're an a-hole. <laughs>
1: That's that's I'm just fascinating. And as a as a person that likes to make jokes, I would be like, this is like when you're the driving test and you have the driving instructor right next to you, mm-hmm. and he's writing something down, and you know it's negative. Like that's what <laughs> I would be literally. Yeah, he's writing something down about what not to do. Yeah. In a podcast for his next class. Sure. Oh, I,
0: there's an interesting thing. Yeah. As he scratches that yeah. onto his shitty legal tab. <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: this is. I, I'm gonna have fun with it. That's all I want to do. And I like talking to people about what they're afraid of. It's, How would you feel
0: if somebody told you that they were a stand-up comedy expert? Would you believe them? Would you? Is there any way to validate that statement? Because it's such a, a evolving thing. I don't think
1: anybody would ever say they're an expert. I would no say, real
0: comedian would say that. Yeah, right? would,
1: I would say everybody's a fan. Is what sure. they try to say. Is there because they don't want to. Everybody's afraid to to be an expert i would say they're more of a fan and so you learn different styles like you may not appreciate this type of comedy mm-hmm. but the way they do it like yeah some people you know prop comedy that's but you have to appreciate the fact that a guy can make a room full of people laugh with a trunk of items <laughs> that you like pool noodles and things like that, that you <laughs> and he's he's destroyed he's, he's getting just as big a laugh as you are mm-hmm. with your genius next level observations you expert yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's no one's an expert you can't predict yeah it.
0: that's what i'm saying I, I man podcast in that regard is similar to comedy because it is evolving it mm-hmm. is a it's a format that is it's if it ever solidifies i'd be surprised it's yeah, people talking in front of microphones it's- you can't outline that and say
1: this is what this is it's guerrilla radio it's literally go. what it ah. is it's a guerrilla radio I where you can that. literally do anything you want put it on the airwaves and it's up to the people to listen or not mm-hmm. that's absolutely right you can't go out with a cough anymore if i like, if, if i ever oh, have yeah. a cough I or would,
0: clearing your throat yeah you know you
1: just it's it's way more intimidating now yeah like i was thinking to myself if i was pulled over by police you know for like say they want to do a sobriety test, if I just started coughing, would they just be like, you're good to go. You're you good to go. Don't don't get us sick.
0: You don't have to try sign language this yeah. time. <laughs> yeah.
1: That is a true story.
0: <laughs> you guys have to check out his, uh, his YouTube channel. Um, it's got some of his, his stand-up on there. And, and one of his jokes is, um, well, you're going to have to check it out. But anyway, it's getting out of a DUI. Just look that YouTube video up.
1: <laughs> I should, that should just be my TikTok. Oh.
0: I'll put it in the show notes. How about that? Okay. I'll make sure there's a link in there in the show notes.
1: <laughs> it is based on a true story.
0: Are you serious? I was mm-hmm. hoping it wasn't.
1: <laughs> oh, I, you don't know desperation. So trying to get out of a situation.
0: That makes it so much funnier knowing that it's a true story.
1: <laughs> it's a true story up until <sighs> the part where I say I got away oh he lets me off he let me off with a warning but he when i at the end where he says good night and i say you too
0: you really did that
1: mm-hmm. and he's like come here yeah he's like oh that.
0: shit he's like
1: he's like that is the funniest. Like, he just was like that is the funniest thing i've ever seen he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a situation to call your parents to call your mom oh to come pick God. you up or i'll have to take you in and so my mom came and picked me up
0: in oh Euless, texas
1: dude and i she literally, she was like two blocks away she lived in us <laughs> at the time but i literally was sitting at oh. industrial and uh 121 yeah it's it's or the, the
0: bits better when you get away
1: yeah it is and that I, <laughs> there are some things when you do comedy you learn like sure i used to be very self-deprecating because uh-huh. i'm i've always been a negative person yeah and so I would always try to bash myself, because that's what everybody did to me. And -hmm. and some of the things people said about me are hilarious. (laughs) But that is not what people, an audience wants to see. They don't want to, because at that point, it's almost like a boxer that doesn't know how to fight back. And so you're just watching one guy just get completely, you know, at one point it's like, oh, but now it's getting, you, you get that feeling of, oh, this is really... There's got to be a good example of somebody that's just completely
0: self-deprecating on stage that
1: works. There are, but there are also points where he wins. Like, you'll... Right. every you can't just lose every situation or maybe just like (laughs) self-deprecating elements like rodney dangerfield you can be no respect yeah you you can be self-deprecating but you also have to win you can't just lose yeah then my wife left me then then my dog you can't just keep being nate you have to you have to give the audience something because they're rooting for you yeah and that's one thing i had to learn is they're not against me out there yeah they're fighting with me. They want to see me win. And so I built Hmm. in some jokes where I win. That's interesting. I never thought of it like that, but you're right. Yeah. You just, they don't want to see somebody just talk. I'm so ugly. (laughs) I'm so unattractive. (laughs) At some point, like we get it. Yeah. You know, so you have (laughs) to, you have to give them, if there's comedy advice, you got to win some situations. Mm -hmm. You can't just lose.
0: Me and a buddy of mine, um, i'll shout him out i don't want to because he doesn't deserve it wow (laughs) uh cody hallford it me and him have been talking about going to an open mic because we we like going to stuff like that Mm -hmm. any kind of stand-up open mics are great um we went to an open mic oh jesus christ this must have been two maybe even three years ago um in abilene texas you might have been there uh, not at this one, but I'm I'm saying maybe you've since you travel so
1: much. I've never done Abilene. I have some friends that have done mm, some gigs not in Abilene. So much. Yeah. We have a comic that's from the Abilene area. His What's name's Parker Slavins. Parker Slavins. Okay. Yeah, he's from he lives in Ditton now. Okay, but he live like he lives in a very I would guess rich part of Abilene or something. Ooh. Like he's one of those Lytle, the Lytle area. I bet you that's the that's, city. I can't remember. That's exactly. the only yeah. area of Abilene. <laughs> But he's 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 pretty well off but he's a super sweet guy and cool. he's very innocent he's the most innocent comic we have in dfw like he just
0: straight out of the bible belt man yep. it's
1: not even his fault like he's just completely innocent just,
0: <laughs> what's going on guys what this is wrong yeah but the abilene scene i imagine he travels a lot because the abilene scene is just there's oh, god dude that's it, it that's where comedy probably goes to die. But uh, anyway, we're we're at this place and we're watching comic I'm sorry, people, persons after persons go up there and just die. Like uh-huh. nobody's really <laughs> it nobody's laughing. <laughs> It was so bad.
1: But do you get confidence from that? Do you feel like, oh, I can do this? Like, if you see this guy doing it. I could go up there and just burn like that asshole, sure. You you can kind of see what they're
0: doing. Oh, he can do that? There was one guy, and I want to say he was probably in his mid-20s. He went up there, and he had a couple of, like, really funny bits. But the thing was, the dude went up there with two solid minutes. Mm -hmm. He did two solid minutes, and he got out. There were, everybody else went up there and tried to string it out as long Mm -hmm. as they could. There was one guy that got up there and he was just like, you know, cause, uh, you know what I mean? You know, cause, uh, hold on, let me look at my notes. And we're just like, oh, yeah, it was like touching cotton balls.
1: Yes, it can can be. And (laughs) the other part of that is you're so nervous that you feel like, oh, I'm, I'm dying. Let me save this. And you try and you think.
0: As as the person up there, or the
1: one watching? As the person up there. As okay. the person, I'll give you the performer's perspective. When you're yeah. doing that, you're like, you're panicking. You're in full yeah, panic. I'm, I'm trying sure. to get a laugh, and you're not getting a laugh, and your whole concept of time completely changes. Oh, yeah. Because a minute feels like an hour. Mm hmm. Yeah. Or worse, it's going the other <laughs> way where you feel like it's 10 seconds, and you're just like, and there's seven seconds of silence as one of my friends told me is seven seconds of silence is awkward. Yeah. So you have one one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand, five, one thousand to be quiet. Uh-huh. And it'd totally be fine. You're just pausing to take a breath or something. It lost me at four seconds, I think. Well <laughs> they the national average or some yeah. study, so okay. I've always tried to you know, okay. It's okay to be quiet in some in some of my bits I don't have on stage. I'm really quiet. I can be quiet for minutes. Yeah. On stage. And it just, eventually people start laughing because it's like, okay.
0: Well, that builds it sometimes, yeah, right? Exactly. I actually noticed that, um, you, you did the same bit. I want to say like a year before one other video. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which bit it was, but I, I listened to the, the most recent one first. Mm-hmm. And then I, I listened to like, I think it was a bunch of bits all together. but you did the same bit in two different videos. Mm-hmm. And the second one was way better than the first one and it was because of a pause that you put in there. And uh so yeah, there's some there's some I love to play with my that. stuff. Yeah. Like I do We all I love w- to play with our stuff.
1: That plus I like <laughs> my jokes. <laughs> but one of my favorite things is I have a really good memory. And so what I can do is I can do different thirty minutes every night. Mm-hmm. So most weekends when I work high as or improv, it's four to five shows. And so I will do four different 30 minutes. Okay. Every, every time, just to challenge my brain. So if you've got back to back sets, you just I try to make change it, it up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cause I like to make it fun for me and yeah. fun for me is I have all this material. I don't want to do the same thing. No. There it's are, boring, right? I have a DUI set, which you have documented. <laughs> I call it that it's just a theme. And so, excuse me, as I would work these themes, uh, I realized I had four different sets. I was like, well, I'm going to try to do, when we reopened the first time in March, or I reopened Fort Worth and I was doing the last set. And I was like, I'm going to do three different sets since we're doing three different shows. First two sets, well, first set was the one I decided, all right, free play versus all... I have two sets that i know work i have my my fitness stuff and i have my dui stuff yeah and it's an overarching theme as i learned from that night that third set was i'm like this isn't as good as my other two and it's not because it's new it's because i don't have a theme for this and so i feel like a lot of times my good sets have Mm -hmm. an overarching theme like i'll spend five to ten minutes on one thing yeah and I'll destroy that one thing, and then you'll follow me wherever else I go. But if I don't, then I'm just, this is really good, then it kind of dies. This is really so you're just good. just kind of cutting off your momentum? Yeah. It just yeah. didn't build as much as the other two. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what I need. Yeah. And so from there on, I've tried to make two other themes, like a dating-themed one with online dating and things like that. And then mm-hmm. I also want to do one for being poor. <laughs>
0: What's what's going on? Why aren't you on Netflix?
1: <laughs> well,
0: I know it's a process. I get it, but man, you're funny.
1: I don't. You. I don't get it. <laughs> there. Are, I will say this: there are tons of funny people out there. The hardest part is timing is everything. Yeah, and people don't realize it's it's not just being funny. Yeah, there's being funny in front of the right people at the right time. Okay, yeah. there's not. Sometimes people will be funny in front of the wrong people at the mm. right time, or you'll not be funny in front of the people you need to be funny at, at the perfect time that they're looking for somebody. You just completely. Lots of ways to win. Lots of ways to screw up. Yeah. It's just, it's just hit or miss. And sometimes and you can't control that. Just kind of rolling the dice. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm happy where I'm at and it's hard to get there Yeah, because when you do this, you have a hunger to be on netflix like yeah that's going to be my destination <laughs> when i started this i was like i'm gonna be on comedy central for I, sure I'm, yeah. i got some great ideas videos that i have deleted from youtube will, oh, will say clearly. No. Other, but you have to got kind of to go through that process you have to like you said you have to have those first 10 episodes to trial and error to get your groove right yeah but it's really hard because there's such a finality you know this could be the only opportunity you get mm-hmm. it's not like netflix is going to do this every year like oh come back next year yeah you, you were really good but this guy was just a little bit better hit us back in a year yeah there's so many different things that they look at there's you know uniqueness there's style it's like it's kung fu is what i would call it cause everybody has different specialties different skills some of my favorite comics, like Dave Chappelle, totally different skill set than what I have.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, man, nobody's... Yeah. I mean, he's his own I'm, animal, for I'm sure. I'm going to say, you know, yeah, he's he's like a... I'm not comparing myself to him, but no. I'm just saying, like, his style is totally... I'm I'm clean, more clean. I didn't think I was going to be a clean comic when I started this. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be like Dave Attell, just be <laughs> raunchy, hilarious. That's not my life experience. And yeah. You realize as you embrace who you are... Oh, yeah i'm not dirty talking about sex or weird stuff that's not me yeah and you just learn who you are (laughs) but everybody has a different level of kung fu like there are people that are just one-liners that's their kung fu there are people that do ridiculous act outs you know on stage where they dance and that's their kung fu
0: you don't dance i used to to break dance you Mm -hmm. don't do that on stage anymore (laughs)
1: <laughs> Very rarely. I do it in the DUI bit. Like I do a little robot-ish <laughs> thing there to kind of portray the phase two. Is that
0: the part of the sobriety test?
1: It was. It literally was. I literally started dancing. I was like, all right, we can do this. He oh, doesn't know geez. sign language. We're going to make some. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: We, we're we going to have to find the dash cam footage of this because it's, it's worth gold I now. Hope,
1: I hope it's deleted. <laughs> no 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 but you you need I don't even know the officer's name i just was i was so out of it i was and so scared i was just
0: one of the listeners of fort worth roots is definitely in some type of work where they're going to be able to pull up your file and research and find this video good luck i need your help fort worth roots <laughs> Disregard. No, no. it's going to happen? You can put that out there in the universe. I want to see that video.
1: <laughs> it was a, f- and I've done that a couple of times where I just, out of fear, I've just tried to talk my way out of it. Mm-hmm. I had another situation where the guy, as a sobriety test, said, put your hand like this in the other hand and then go, count back and forth. Go one, two, one, two, one, two, slap your hand. Just playing games. And when he did it, I completely blinked and I just went... <laughs> For and those just, of you just listening,
0: he's got his he's got his palm up. I'm karate his, chopping my palm. And he just looks at the officer with a blank stare when he drops his hand.
1: <laughs> and the officer looks at me and he's like <laughs> and I look at him and I go that's, And I'm just trying to come up with something to say, just please get me out of the situation. A <laughs> I, I just go I go, but you didn't say go. That's great. And that's he's great. like and then by the time he said go, it was like, one two one two one two one two one two. I was able to can, to pull myself together enough to just ace it. Oh, my But God. I threw him off by throwing it back and like, oh, ask him a question. Dude, your Kung Fu was on that night. Yep. Did you get out of it? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, listen, just be more careful. I was like, I'm sorry. I just wasn't paying attention. You, mm. know, it's, you know, just got from the club. The girl's <laughs> number started texting me. I'm not paying attention. Stop looking at your phone and look at the road. Good night. Jesus, what year was this? This would probably be two thousand four. Okay, because like nowadays they're not letting you off. Yeah,
0: the the. Well, I mean, for the texting thing. Yeah.
1: Back then, I don't think it was as yeah. It was T nine word and stuff like that. It wasn't tech. It was like you know she just sent me some message and I was like I she's so hot dude oh my god I just and I was totally lying I'd never met anyone I had just. <laughs> that's that's how i spun i was like dude this girl just messaged me i just got her number tonight she's so smoking hot dude i don't deserve her and he was like dude just
0: watch the road play it cool bro Mm -hmm. he's on your side now yeah
1: (laughs) but in my mind i feel like almost everything has been done comedically like there's no new frontier
0: i feel the same way and then i listen to your stuff today and i'm like "Ah, that's fucking hilarious but it's a different way of (laughs)
1: looking it's my way of looking at it it's the same situation everybody like in the 70s it was blind dates Mm -hmm. 80s it was video dating service in the 90s it was internet dating yeah now it's tender. Now it's, it's bumble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just it just you. It's the same same dating is hard. I haven't and, even heard that one yet. But I
0: uh, like like your your bit about the Walmart clothes was mm-hmm. I, when I heard that and maybe it's been covered before, but that's the first time I'd heard in that outlook, and I I thought it was hilarious. I we, thought it was fresh and original. Thank too, you. So.
1: but it's one of those things too. Is that that's my thought on it? Because I'm sure people have made fun of Walmart clothes, but not like that. Yeah and that was and that was really that moment in my life was i was drunk at work and i had thrown up on myself
0: oh my god
1: and i was going to buy a shirt at walmart because i had thrown up everywhere this is at work i did it my day job yeah oh, shit. that was my job as an engineer at Salwa. at
0: walk me through that day
1: was that the week? last day no it wasn't um i went partying that night with my coworkers. workers uh-huh. i got waylaid like amazingly way I was in my mid-20s i was so drunk and then i woke up the next morning i was still like you put your head down and you can still feel still moving yeah and so i still had to go to work and so i didn't call in because i didn't realize but i have i have some mental things that i'm i've realized i had now that i'm way better in a way better place but yeah i was like i'm I'm not gonna call in. They're gonna know They were there, they saw the whole yeah. thing. And so I was just there and I was <laughs> sick. And then I went into the restroom because it's like I gotta oh it's coming. Here we go. And Okay, you weren't drinking at work. I wasn't drinking at uh, work, but still, okay. okay. I was I was still drunk, <laughs> but right. I wasn't drinking at work. That's far more excusable though. Okay. <laughs> I pictured hey, you in the toilet with a forty ouncer. No. Ounce no. <laughs> <laughs> I would drink V eight was my hangover cure at the time. Oh, it's
0: like, I don't that won't work delicious though
1: i grew up with my grandparents and so i i have an affinity for terrible terrible juices because my grandfather would drink clamato and v8 i cannot do clamato that is absolutely the most disgusting vile liquid i've ever had in my life yeah <laughs> but i can drink v8 plain i love v8 mm, could never do it and so i'm drinking v8 and all of a sudden uh-oh that's why and so i got to the I couldn't get the door open, and by the
0: just, you're I'm, pulling it, it's a push, <laughs>
1: and I'm trying to I'm trying to cover, and I just it goes everywhere, oh and so God. my boss sends me home, as one does, <laughs> and I I have to go to Walmart to get a new shirt. <laughs>
0: that's that's when you saw the tech.
1: and that's when I saw it. Well, I just saw Fade of Glory many times, but that's that's the moment that I'm kind of pulling on when I yeah. talk about my all-time low is having to buy a shirt at Walmart. Oh, God. That's the first time, you know, I'm having to admit to people, oh, my poor choices have made me come here <laughs> to buy clothes. <laughs> At this Walmart, which I don't shop at. I shop at the mall. I get gas. I have designer jeans out the wazoo. Yeah. That whole closet back there is full of button downs and shirts that cost way more than I probably should spend on clothes. Yeah. And here I am having to buy a shirt at Walmart because it's the only place that's got clothes in, (laughs) in the vicinity. Yeah. And so I go back to work. Still go back to work. Like they sent me out to just change clothes. And I still worked the rest of my shift, but it was just embarrassing to me that that had to happen. So that's what I pull on when I say I had to buy a shirt at Walmart. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Faded Glory came late at a different time, and the the small the the slim was a different <laughs> it was a different shirt, but it just said slim, and I literally threw me I'm like what no. And then I just started pulling the other names out of my head for the other sizes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you will have to check that one out. On his YouTube channel, it's good stuff. Yeah, you had me in stitches today, man. I'm, I'm like, well, I need to prepare for my guest today. Let me look him up. See, you're learning. <laughs> yeah. uh, episode, whatever this one will be. Study oh. the guest. <laughs> no, no, no. I that that was episode one. Like I, I went. Mm-hmm. You can even hear me. I'm just terrible in that first recording. But I I'm like, you did great reading
1: off my notes like
0: oh it says here uh you you, you like hiking
1: uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> well looks like she's she's an actress and i'm like well you know i started looking you know I was like well, actress and so i looked yeah. her up while you were doing it and i'm like there's nothing here i know i know it's like oh i felt you i felt that when you were like yeah you're an actress and there's not i, no, could I find couldn't find anything, anything. can yeah. you tell me right i would i wish you if i have ask her i was like do you just make your son because i know she has a kid i uh, saw she had a son. i was like do you punish him by singing him a duet on stage like if he like fails at math you bring him <laughs> on stage and you just sing the song to him just embarrass him in front of all his friends dude i'm gonna have her on again soon hopefully
0: and uh, i'm gonna have to ask her that
1: I'll, is I'll that let... how you punish your child you just make it you just sing to him just everywhere just sing like you just let him as you drop him off at school you're still <laughs> singing to him just sing
0: should have have a speaker in the back of the 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 vehicle. I just just think it would be so. I just think it would
1: be so like as a son, just to have your mom come in and sing to you like in the class. Mm
0: -hmm. They seem pretty tight though. I think they've got a pretty good relationship. I'm sure they do, but it would just
1: be a funny like, no, mom, not now. (laughs) Like, like, or if he's on a date, like she just starts singing in the car to his date. They
0: she used to have a cover band, so she could do covers of like Journey.
1: We'll just think and just even just sing to him. Just sing, you know, have a good day. You know, just like just, well, just be over the top singing mom. Uh, I'm
0: going to send this directly to her so that she can hear that and give her some good ideas. Her uh, son will hate the ideas, but she might like That's
1: them. the whole idea of, of being a parent. You have to do stuff that What's you enjoy that makes them miserable. Did you ever watch,
0: uh, I think this was Comedy Central, but it was... Science theater five thousand mystery or something.
1: science theater three thousand yeah one of my friends Danny Gallagher, does that he 's doing it. actually he 's going there um, before the the shutdown he was doing a mocky horror picture show where it's it 's the idea of doing the the fun stuff of Rocky horror Picture Show with mm-hmm. mystery Science theater so they, they do they do the mocking and then they do the physical dance and hit of the movies. So, you'll have to get Danny. I'll have to get Danny Gallagher to connect. Absolutely. He's a reporter for Dallas Observer. Okay. Super cool. I would
0: love to have him on. That's awesome. But yeah. (laughs) I kind of off ramp the story there. I'm sorry. Okay.
1: But from all that, like, I started watching stand up. I was like, I'll do an open mic at some point. I'll just take a day off. Yeah. Because it's only going to take one. They're going to see the talent. (laughs) Where have you been, sir? we found him stop yeah. the search exactly and so in 2006 august 29th we're coming up on my 14 year anniversary on october 29th i could pull up to a place called backdoor comedy what city is this it's in dallas okay it's, it was in downtown now it's in richardson and so i pull in my breathalyzer goes off because oh, this is during my dui probation so i've got the <laughs> breathalyzer i've got to make sure i can't not start my car so i meet another comic named peter Berrer, and we're waiting to go up we're both our first time and i have this whole thing written out
0: are y'all you reading your notes and just shutting brakes before you well, go just, up
1: just memorize it just know what you're gonna say talk about and I had this whole bit about a hairstylist and I just literally just threw it away because a girl looked at it's like, why are you going to take this up there? I was like, you're right. And I just threw it away. And I just winged it. And I don't know what I said. I just knew as soon as I got off stage, like, this is what I want to do. This, nice. is, this is my passion. This is the most exhilarating thing I've ever done. I'm calling people oh. at one in the morning. I'm calling my dad thing. Yeah, I just did stand up comedy. This is it. This is going to be it. Your dad's like, shut up, go back to sleep. pretty much. I was like, (laughs) I was calling everybody. It was so exciting. Huh. Like I was, and my second time was painful to say the least because now I have expectations. Right. Now I have an expect, I didn't have expectations. I was just the, the thrill of doing it. So now I'm in constant pursuit of that thrill of the first time, but doing it with all the knowledge of how... I want it to go, so mm-hmm. I, I'm wi- older and wiser at it, but I'm still chasing that first time feeling I'm still chasing that complete get that thrill. High. yeah, <laughs> and so you get close, you'll have really good sets, and you're like, Whoa. you just deep breath, but it still is not calling my parents at three in the morning to tell them how good my set was, yeah, at this point, there's some humility to it, and I'm like, I did okay, yeah, you can't you can't be too cocky and and stand up because as soon as you are burn the next time you go up (laughs) but that's the fun of it is you i love going up (laughs) like i was telling you i have ninety five thousand miles on my car because i'll do almost every open mic i used to do every open mic when i when i live with my mom oh absolutely anything to get me at when you were talking about like as a substitute as soon as i had to move back home oh we were high gear comedy (laughs) whatever job paid the bills and then i would do comedy and so the job I have now, I was a temp at and it was just, they would work me till during the day and then I had my nights free. Yeah. That was my only, you know, caveat I like, I don't want to work a night shift.
0: Yeah.
1: Been so, there, done that. Yeah. And so I was, I was every night I would get home at three in the morning. I was out from four thirty in the afternoon. I would be out until three in the night. I don't remember twenty eleven to two thousand thirteen <laughs> just because just, I literally took I can literally count twelve days that I didn't do stand up. In two years? In, in two years. Jesus. And they were in Christmas, Thanksgiving. And that's it and it's in uh, July fourth. Like so, could, so basically those three or four days and then I had a I visited my mom. And so I was literally every day doing something stand up wise. And you, you've you've stayed pretty
0: frequent, yeah, through the years. So this this coronavirus thing is has this just murdered you?
1: I mean, yeah. as far as, as you your momentum, see, as you can see, all the redecorating around this apartment. <laughs> it's it's. Not, I don't say it's ruined my momentum. I could, as soon as we go back, I'm still a middle act in Dallas Fort Worth area. Yeah, with hopes of maybe going to other clubs. I would love to, you know, get to Looney Bens and Oklahoma area and things like that. But
0: I started my day at two two a.m. so my brain that's why i had that energy drink earlier probably your cookies helped me uh carry on a little further
1: thank you (laughs) mallory
0: for those cookies mallory thank you these cookies were wonderful uh if you're watching the youtube version of this you'll you'll see there's a plate um sitting on this table that (laughs) ryan had set out with some delicious cookies on it so uh mallory you said yes mallory thank you for the cookies they were amazing seriously I'm going to have another one as soon as we get done with this episode.
1: <laughs> I, she's brought me some before, and I'm like, "Keep them coming." Yeah, <laughs> like I almost got on one knee, like, yeah, "Just for the cookies, you'd have know, to just, I'll marry you for the cookies." Just. <laughs> um,
0: I'm trying to work this out. It's eventually it'll happen. Um, I shouldn't even bring it up because I can't remember the name of the company. We just started talking about this, but there's a. Uh, a gentleman uh, named Michael and um, he has a kitchen in downtown Fort Worth and his business makes uh, cheesecakes mm-hmm. and I watched a little video on it. These cheesecakes look pretty legit. It looks like they package them like in smaller containers from the video mm-hmm. so they're like maybe single-serving cheesecakes but uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Every Speaking cheesecake is
1: a single-serving cheesecake if you're, if you're dedicated enough.
0: That's a good point, yeah. I'm a cheesecake maniac, so this is right up my alley. I will I tell you cheesecake.
1: my all-time low, <laughs> one of my all-time low moments is living with my mom, is Walmart. If you go to Walmart and you go to the refrigerator section mm-hmm. like by the biscuits and the butter, there's a tub of Philadelphia cream cheese cake filling <laughs> okay. it is a like, tub a butter tub of cheesecake filling oh, i don't filling. like where this is going <laughs> and i kid you not i have eaten that with a spoon
0: just oh god how many times ryan <laughs> probably tell I would, me
1: i would say at least five
0: Jesus, <laughs> oh, how big are these tubs like oh god
1: that like a large butter tub like like two <laughs> things of butter and it's just one cheese it's called cheesecake filling did and anybody I'm, watch you do this Did someone see you? I I hope my mom didn't. (laughs) She probably thought, I'm living with with him. He's not moving out. He's getting cheesecake filling. He's he's giving up. He is giving up. But yeah, I can't look at it now. I'm like, just the the thought, because it's Um. the lowest common denominator of cheesecake. It's not even, it shouldn't even be called cheesecake. It's cheesecake filling. Yeah,
0: it's not cheesecake Right? No. Am I wrong?
1: It tastes like cheesecake, but it's a tub of
0: stuff that goes in something else.
1: (laughs) It's a tub of cheesecake flavored (laughs) chew. Shit. If you're ever ever sad enough.
0: don't don't do that no don't encourage that kind of behavior that's awful
1: (laughs) it is a whole new level of eating your feelings
0: that's a whole new level of depression
1: expressed in bad dietary choices (laughs) i do i do make a lot better choices now Uh, I, i don't drink a lot of sodas without natural sugar but yeah we have five clubs here in the metroplex two hyenas in dallas and fort worth and addison and arlington improv and then backdoor comedy
0: Ryan, thank you for doing this with me, man. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to let uh, Fort Worth Roots listeners know that there's kind of two parts to this one. Actually, there might be three because we talked for a while. But go check out and tell me the name of your podcast again. Some
1: of All Fears. Some
0: of All Fears. I didn't bring my notepad today. Shame on me. So I have to keep asking Ryan for details like that. Um, go check that out. We talked for like an hour and a half, and that episode is hilarious. We're just mm-hmm. kind of sitting here goofing off. and uh, Eating cookies. And um, some of all fears, the reason he had me on was to talk about my fear, which um, I don't want to talk about right now. So you'll just have to
1: go check that out. Yeah, because we've added to it. (laughs) (laughs) He won't be able to sleep at night.
0: Yeah, yeah, he did. His co-host made him ask some questions that increased my phobia of a certain thing. So, um, all right, well, that's it. Um, Go ahead and drop a social media link so they can... Figure mm-hmm. out where to find you. I've already told him about your YouTube channel.
1: and uh, Everything is at Ryan Perriot for my comedy. It's R-Y-A-N-P-E-R-R-I-O. Okay. My podcast is Some of All Fears Podcast on Instagram. And on Twitter, it's Some of All Fear. Because somebody since 2005 has had to, Some of All Fears. Bastard. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, i am talking about that. My podcast is going to be just basically me interviewing people about what they're afraid of. And it doesn't have to be comedy related it's any and everybody
0: yeah we didn't i mean our episode wasn't terribly comedic i mean there were some funny stuff in there <laughs> but <laughs>
1: but i'm like i i just i'm a fun person so i, I was like i can make a fun sp- i didn't want it to be a clinical fear like you know why you're afraid of <laughs> you know i didn't want because you there's so many anxiety coaches and stuff when, have you tried breathing yeah yeah i breathe all breathe the time through your nose not yeah. through your mouth yeah, like I don't want to be the, the cure-all. Sometimes you don't uh, – I'm more fascinated by how you handle it on the daily. Yeah. Not how, you know, what therapy has taught you about your fear. But how do you handle – because you can't go to a therapist 24-7. So yeah. there are moments in your life where you're having this fear where you can't contact anybody. What do you do Yeah. to kind of sway it? Like if you – your fear, how do you handle it when no one's there to save you? Dude, I just thought of a really – effed up idea for your show and it made my palm sweat
0: what if (laughs) what if like in the middle of your podcast somewhere somebody jumped out of a door with my phobia and i just came
1: completely unglued i wouldn't do that to people i wouldn't (laughs) my co-host might my co-host likes to like likes the twist yeah
0: well you know consider it it uh it, it could make some real interesting videos yeah that's for sure
1: well, I, I would if it does graduate to video I would like to do videos of them maybe if they want to try to, yeah. to try to work out their fear
0: <laughs> Oh man that'd be great. This was a lot of fun. It was an honor you're my first comedian and uh, I'm glad it was you All right well thank and, you for having uh, me. Are you okay with being classified as a comedian? Yeah okay okay cool. Okay. Ryan thank you man I appreciate it appreciate it and um, everybody go check out Ryan on social media and check out that episode we did one more time Some of All Fears mm-hmm. you got it got it
1: yes 10th <laughs> okay. time. the charm <laughs> yeah
0: 20th <laughs> thank y'all for listening bye thank y'all for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots that was Ryan Perio he is a comedian here in DFW you might want to go check him out you definitely want to check this dude out it's hilarious one of the best comedians we got here in DFW don't miss it Don't forget about his podcast, Some of All Fears, and I've been on his podcast, we did an episode, and I tell him a very unusual fear of mine. So, I'm not going to tell you here, you're going to have to go check it out. Some of All Fears on all podcast platforms uh, after Labor Day, so check that out. And guys, I started making these podcasts uh, 30 to 45 minutes long, that's kind of what I'm uh, trying to shoot for there, but all the long, less edited versions are going to be on the Patreon account. If you'd like to support the show and get longer versions... That's where you'd get it. Go to www.fortworthroots.com, click on the Patreon link, and then just follow the instructions. Love to have you there, too. Thank you all for listening to the show. I'll see you next week.